Brave Space. Hello and welcome to our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC. We had a very special service yesterday um, where we discussed some really relevant events um, in our culture and in the news in regards to what's been going on um, some of the previous residential schools and the findings there. And we shared a poem written by Mickey Scott Bay Jones. And I'd like to begin our podcast by reading that today. Together, we will create brave space because there is no such thing as a safe space. We exist in the real world. We all carry scars and we have all caused wounds. In this space, we seek to turn down the volume of the outside world. We amplify voices that fight to be heard elsewhere. We call each other to more truth and love. We have the right to start somewhere and continue to grow. We have the responsibility to examine what we think we know. We will not be perfect. The space will not be perfect. It will not always be what we wish it to be, but it will be our brave space together. And we will work on it side by side. Mm. Isn't that a beautiful poem? Beautiful start to Mm -hmm. uh, this important subject. So I am joined today, or my name's Julie Adams, and I'm joined by Pastor Pat Hand and Pastor Trevor Main. Welcome, and we're glad to be here. Hey, Julie. Hey, Trevor. Good to see you guys. It's good to be all together here. It Mm -hmm. is. So yesterday, during our service, Mm. we discussed, well, part of what we discussed was our stance or our posture on um, what's been going on in the news, which we've all, I'm sure, heard about the discoveries at the at the residential schools. And can you just explain yeah. more, Pat, about our... Um, what an amazing mm-hmm. uh, journey for uh, Canada right now. Mm-hmm. And our Indigenous uh, friends and neighbors, uh, our fellow Canadians mm-hmm. uh, that have received such heartbreaking news that I think so far, uh, as of this recording, well over 1,300 uh, bodies have been found Mm. in mass graves in uh, residential schools. Um, Some of that is in the U.S. Uh, Most of that at the moment is uh, up here spread across uh, Canada. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we just, uh, man, I I feel so bad for our indigenous folks that these injustices that have happened to them and i it was just time it was just time for us to stop and stand with them and maybe come uh, with a posture of humility a posture Mm -hmm. as a learner um, wanting to listen wanting to hear to know more and to to see what can we do uh, as yeah. followers of Christ, what can we do? What should our what should our spirit be? What what should our actions lead to? What what undergirds that from Christ's teachings? Mm-hmm. And that's what yesterday was about. As we just um, on the Canada Day weekend, just to be able to acknowledge this, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, it can. I think it can be easy for people to say, "Well, I didn't hurt anyone. Right. I didn't put anyone in a school." Mm-hmm you know, but, um, we can see others hurting and. Yeah. I think it's, it's pausing to Mm -hmm. say, okay, I, I didn't do it. In fact, my grandparents didn't do it, Yeah. but 
um, the folks who did, who are probably gone by now, uh, the shame that they bear um, leads to the sadness that we should bear mm-hmm. as uh, this has happened. And certainly being able to uh, stand in solidarity to learn how can we come alongside, uh, what can we what can we do? How can we know more? I, I think those are good postures uh, as Christ followers uh, to love and to care and just to be able to acknowledge that this happened and to acknowledge the grieving and the hurting and the injustice that certainly has uh, that has gone on. Mm-hmm. So I think I think Jesus is inviting us to basically to sit in this space and it may be uncomfortable, but I think that it's also important for us to sit with and think through and pray through and um, journey together, mm-hmm. you know, with them. Yeah, yeah. It does does seem like starting at a place of saying we don't have all the answers is a good place to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we find ourselves at a point in history, and there's a lot that's gone on before us. Some of it we're aware of. Some mm-hmm. of it we're becoming aware of. Right. And mm-hmm. there's still a lot more for us to learn. Um, but as we come with an openness to learn from what has happened in the past and what's going on in the present, I think it puts us in a good place where we're able to to be the the people that Jesus would want us to be at this moment in time. Mm-hmm. And if we don't learn, we can't do that. Right. And so, you know, I see the idea of Jesus being compassionate, Jesus being loving and kind, but we're only able to be compassionate, loving and kind like Jesus as we're aware of of the circumstances that others are going through. And so that learning uh, helps us to, to be compassionate and loving mm-hmm. uh, as Jesus would have us to be, but we need to start to learn by learning. No, mm-hmm. I, I think you're right on. The, the idea of being able to come into this lamenting, uh, loving and learning, if, mm-hmm. if we can do those three right now, then I know that we, I know that we can somehow Find a way to come alongside and and help. Uh, well, number one, be sure this never happens again mm-hmm. to anyone, and I I think that's very important in this. But I think, like Trevor said, being able to um, respond as Jesus would if he was on yeah. this earth, uh, we are his hands and his feet mm-hmm. and his heart in this matter. Um, so, you know, we began looking at that yesterday and, and, you know, Renee was so right in this lamenting. That's where that prayer or this uh, poem came from that you read. Mm-hmm. But that, he's, that Jesus is calling us as Christ followers to acknowledge, oh my, uh, our indigenous neighbors, this devastation and the grief as more and more bodies are are being found in these unmarked graves. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's hard to imagine that that's happened, but it has. It's a reality, right? And I think, I know as a mom, I think, boy, if someone showed up at my door and was like, well, off your kids go, Mm -hmm. that's almost unimaginable to me. And I I will be honest, I almost don't want to think about it, you know, because it just, ooh, it, that, very that strikes a real right? chord with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the idea, you know, very much the philosophy was um, basically, pardon me for saying it this way, kill the Indian and uh, 
and save the the person in other words like let's stomp out their culture let's stomp out their language and history so that we can turn them into turn them white i guess for lack of a better for lack of a better way yes i that's but that is that was pretty much the philosophy and i think i think it's important for us as believers as the universal church i i think it's important to acknowledge that Unfortunately, um, there were churches that participated in in these grievous acts, mm-hmm. and this idea of of assimilation and removing the culture and language, and I I just uh, that just really grieves my heart, right? Yeah, it does. And so, for us to uh, acknowledge that, and as a church, as followers of Christ, for us to say, hey. That's not right. This mm-hmm. must never happen again. I think is important. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it seems like, yeah, what you say, Pastor Pat, of acknowledging what's gone on is important. And mm-hmm. even though we might, like Julie said, want to distance ourselves from that, like we can hardly believe it's happened within our borders. And we might want to distance ourselves by time and mm-hmm. say, well, that was from a previous time and, and it happened quite a long time ago. And we might, um, you know, we said, and even if we didn't do it, it seems to me we mm-hmm. we have a. It's important for us to be sorry that we can yeah. still be sorry mm-hmm. even though we didn't Agreed. do that. But then, even currently at this present moment, be able to do a little soul searching ourselves and say, well, maybe we can't repent of all of those specific acts that happened in mm-hmm. the past, but there are some things that we can repent and turn from in our own lives. Some of those prejudices that might be latent Mm -hmm. maybe even almost unconscious prejudices or preconceived ideas that we have or even our own silence that Mm -hmm. today or in the past there's times when things have happened around us and we haven't spoken up we haven't stood up for the person who's being taken advantage of or being hurt and that's not the loving thing to do and so I'm seeing more and more there's a place for our repentance even though maybe we didn't do some of those original acts that there are some things in our hearts and minds and and behaviors that we need to change. Yes. And that inquire, requires a turn, a repentance. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so absolutely. I pray that God will help us to see those and to, uh, to change. I think uh, one of the ways to do that is uh, what we're doing this weekend. We've acknowledged mm-hmm. we, um, we don't want things to be the same. We want things to be different. And I, I think coming to the place <clears throat> where as a follower of Jesus, we we can sincerely begin this journey of the lamenting, the mm-hmm. loving, the learning. You know, a lot of that has to do with preparation of our heart and the posture mm-hmm. of our heart. And we looked at three things yesterday really that was important from this Christ-like way that we can express to our fellow Canadian indigenous neighbors and that first of all having a posture of love and i think it's fascinating that in this current setting uh love is kind of a cursory word that's used and thrown out on the table and culture sings about it and hollywood does movies about it but i i think that um it's important for us to understand first of all love from the from the standpoint where jesus advocated uh, the love and care in his teachings, um, 
really before it was cool to be talking about love. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I, I think that one of the most underutilized tools at our disposal, powerful tools, great light that, that can dispel darkness, is this idea of this love. Uh, I, I think indifference is one of the most dangerous things that has happened to the church and to culture. And I think Jesus reminds us, no, wait a minute. Remember in Mark 12, he taught, now love God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, with all of your strength. And it's so fascinating where Jesus says, the second is equally important love your neighbor as yourself and there's no other commandment greater than these and so i i think uh, wow god has called us not to gauge our participation by what somebody else is doing in comparison but for us first of all are we loving god mm -hmm. and and if we're loving god properly then it's going to show by how we treat our fellow man whom he created Mm -hmm. that they are all precious in his sight. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think that's where our daily posture begins, loving God and loving others. And certainly that would fit in this terrible debacle of uh, what's happening to the indigenous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wonder, Pat, as you're talking about love, if I can jump in, because I think there's mm -hmm. something we didn't get a chance, we did not get a chance to focus on as much yesterday, but it's a good food for thought when we think of the situation of the indigenous peoples in Canada and the burden of pain and loss and grief mm -hmm. that they are carrying. And there's a verse in Galatians chapter six, verse two, that says, carry each other's burdens. Mm -hmm. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. Now you've just been talking what we often talk about. The law of Christ is love the Lord, your God with all your heart, mm -hmm. your soul, and your mind, and then love your neighbor as yourself. But Galatians 6.2 makes that even a little bit more practical. When you think of loving your neighbor as yourself, it says carry each other's burdens and yeah. in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Mm -hmm. And so as we think of our indigenous neighbors carrying this heavy burden for years of grief, of loss, of pain, uh, for us to say, Lord, how can we help carry that burden? Yeah. Because that is love that in, is so in a good. little more practical mm -hmm. so terms. Good. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So uh, we had also talked about learning. How how can we learn? What are some practical mm -hmm. strategies to, you know? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I, I think it begins, and, and Trevor, you may want to jump in on this, but I think it begins, first of all, with a posture of humility. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's. Uh, I think it's important for us to realize that... Uh, basically those listening to this podcast that there there is um there is a life outside of life as we've known it mm -hmm. where we don't quite understand um that culture the customs the language the history uh, which though is very uh, a very much a rich part of canada who we are today mm -hmm. and so i think it begins as as a church family to, for us to respect, for us to listen, really listen, not only with physical ears, but spiritual ears at, at what is happening and the darkness that has propelled this kind of abuse in the name of religion. And I, I just think it's important for us to, to learn. Um, lo to love, it's so easy to say, yeah, yeah, we love our neighbors. 
but it is so good what you just said of bearing their burdens Mm -hmm. well how do we do that by listening and and by wanting to know more and Mm -hmm. not burying our heads in the sand about it Mm -hmm. you know and when it comes to learning, some people like to read. Uh, a couple books I've been reading yes. to try to learn more about this. One is called White Man's Gospel, mm-hmm. written by a First Nations author. It's kind of an interesting take on, on the gospel, which is not for one race or another. It's for the whole human race, one, one uh, tribe. It's for everybody. And so I thought it was an interesting read, The White Man's Gospel. And another one called The Inconvenient Indian. Yes. Uh, another ah. book uh, from another. It just gives us insight into the life and experience of of First Nations individuals. And then even in our own backyard in Brantford, uh, mm-hmm. near the Six Nations Reserve, uh, there is the Woodland Cultural Center and the location of the Mohawk Institute Residential School. And mm-hmm. I just signed up this morning, my, uh, or just signed up just a few days ago, I guess. Uh, my wife and I, Sherry and I, are going to take one of their virtual tours through the residential school a chance to see the facility, to learn about the history of it. And we'll be able to hear interviews with five survivors of the residential school system. Oh, wow. I think and Carol and I would like to do that yeah, as well. I'll op- get that info from Yeah, you. it's open. We can yeah. share that on mm-hmm. our, our well, church. Well, I'll put the link in That's the great. comments of this podcast. Yeah. So That'd you can be find great. It. Mm-hmm. Suggest a donation of $10. And we're going July the 21st, if anyone else wants to join sure. us. It looks like a yeah. Zoom virtual tour. Yeah. Cool. And there are other dates available as well. And then something people who are more studious, and I know at least one person from our church has taken a course from the University of Alberta. It's a free online course of 12 lessons that cover a whole range of key subjects facing Mm. Indigenous peoples today, uh, from Indigenous worldviews, the fur trade, trick or treaty about the the treaties, uh, topics on Indigenous women, Indigenous people in the city, current social movements. It's an excellent course at no cost, provided to all the people of Canada who would like to take it including us, to learn more about uh, issues facing First Nations today. Cheryl Bear would also be another person uh, who is a follower of Jesus Mm -hmm. and uh, really an indigenous activist. Mm -hmm. That um, She's written some beautiful music. She's Mm -hmm. also written some articles and things that I think would also give uh, insight. Um, I, I I think it's important that as Anabaptists, we underscore again that, that we believe that all human life is special to God. Mm-hmm. And so consequently to us too. And that all humanity is created with a living soul and every person, uh, humanity, are image bearers of God. Mm-hmm. And I think Jesus really addresses this in Matthew 6. He says, look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns for your heavenly father feeds them. And then he says something fascinating. Aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Mm-hmm. And so I, I think sometimes um, human life is, uh, I think the worth of a person is, is, is gauged by their looks or their ethnicity or their athletic prowess or their lifestyle, whatever. And I think God reminds us over and over. And I think Jesus' teachings remind us Uh, that we gauge the worth of a human life on the mere fact that God created them. And so this is good for us. It's good for us to be reminded of that. In fact, Jesus, uh, the ministry of reconciliation that he's called us to, uh, of peace, Mm -hmm. uh, that that was um, modeled for us on the cross. 
you know, where he endured and paid a ransom that on our behalf that he didn't have to do. And I, I think reconciling man to God was, was that important and that he's given us this ministry of reconciling man to each other and to God, you know, to introduce them through Jesus. So I think this is a very important part of the gospel is this idea of reconciliation, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that was important for us to address uh, yesterday as well. Oh, absolutely. It was a great, uh, great message. Mm -hmm. Any it's, closing thoughts, Pastor Trevor? Well, just thinking, uh, mm -hmm. as Pat shares about this ministry of reconciliation and what God is doing uh, for all peoples, the vision, where that mm -hmm. leads to, where we're headed. And That's we can right. be yeah. excited about that in the future. You know, the Bible reveals uh, in the coming days, uh, when we all uh, who have followed Jesus gather around the throne in heaven, that there mm. will be people from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages yes. standing before the throne. And so with that vision ahead of us, that beautiful future mm -hmm. can motivate us, should motivate us today through our, mm -hmm. our speech and our actions as we follow Jesus to work toward that becoming increasingly a reality, mm -hmm. eventually fulfilled in the presence of Jesus. And, and so that can be a motivator for us just to keep practicing the right talk, the right walk, the Jesus talk, the Jesus yeah. walk that will lead us to that outcome. Mm -hmm. The gospel is the great reconciler. And uh, this, this idea, this beautiful picture of all peoples, uh, all kindreds, all languages, all tribes, worshiping God, which means I think they'll be doing that in their own custom, perhaps in their own language. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a beautiful sight. And mm -hmm. um, I, hope, I hope that's a powerful takeaway for us, our church family, other believers, and a uh, very powerful moment for us to think through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was beautiful. Thank you for being here and um, for the great conversation. If you'd like to get in touch with us, if you've got any questions or feedback, you can reach Pastor Pat at pat at waynefleetbic.com. If you'd like to get in touch with Pastor Trevor, you can reach him at trevor at waynefleetbic.com. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com. So we thank you for joining us today, and we look forward to connecting with you next week. Have a great week, everybody, and please know you are loved. Bye for now.